welcome to the Speak Your Truth podcast. Today, I have my dear friend, Pam December. She is here to tell us all about human design, and I can't wait to get into this. Here we go. Welcome to the Speak Your Truth podcast. I'm your host, Laurie Mendenhall. Today, I have my friend and uh, she is also a podcaster, Pam December. I met Pam uh, when we were doing the uh, podcasting course. We ended up in the same pod at the end and she has introduced me to to something called human design. So Pam is an empath. She's very sensitive. I shouldn't say very sensitive. You're highly sensitive. There's a difference there, right? Um, She's highly sensitive. She understands burnout, anxiety, but she has harnessed this human design that kind of helps you, I think, know why these things happen. Pam, I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome. Hi, Laurie. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate you being here. And I am excited for you to talk about kind of how you got into human design and, you know, kind of tell people what it is, because from the get go, I have been fascinated with it. And of course, like I've told you, I've had these dreams about these, some kind of crazy designs and I've had, you know, during Reiki treatments, I've seen these d- designs in my head and I'm like, is all of this related? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so human design. Oh, the journey to human design. So I left corporate a few years ago and discovered this whole online world of mentoring and coaching and, and programs. And one of the um coaches that I signed up with that was one of or human design was one of the modalities that she used in her practice and I was super curious about it and of course got to dive into more of my own human design through her and I just absolutely fell in love with it and that was three and a half years ago four years ago now and just yeah immediately started diving further into it learning it and within about a year I started doing readings and of course yeah continuing my education in human design because it's just there's so many layers to it and really enjoying yeah bringing this tool to other people in discovering themselves it's kind of like a remembering a coming home a deconditioning process of all the things that society and family and all these expectations that are are put on us from our birth, really, and finding out who we really are underneath all that. That's that, that is just amazing to me. I I don't have my chart in front of me, and I wish I had been a little bit more forward thinking to have done that. But I have found some of the things that you know you and I've talked about, you know, in my chart. It, it has made me understand things a little bit more and understand kind of how I am and things that I do that aren't necessarily right for me. And that's why I end up being exhausted or tired all the time um, and things like that. Um, yeah. 
because with well on the like what is human design if you've ever taken a personality test or anything like that it gives you the archetypes that are natural to you and what's really great about human design as a system is it's based off of your birth time date and place so there's no fudging any answers on this personality test right because it's based on that, that specific information and so that's where it brings in the pieces of astrology the I Ching the Kabbalah the chakra system and quantum physics which is super cool too that really is cool I mean, yeah, so for, for this one thing to have all of those different aspects and all things yeah. that I'm very fascinated with, but then here's this thing that just popped into my life in the last, you know, six months that I'm like, this kind of is like where all of this comes together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, because yeah, it's bringing in all of this information from the planets and you, what you end up with when you put your birth details into um, one of the systems that will produce a chart for you, you'll get a body graph. And then on that body graph, you'll see a bunch of different colors and a bunch of different white space. And all those colors represent who you are. And so it's really neat to dig into those archetypes to, to really uncover not only like the highest expression of those energies, but also the shadow, because so many of us carry, carry the shadow or trauma and things like that. So it's a way of delving into these things from outside of yourself. It makes it a little more safe to, to look at mm -hmm. and to start healing and deconditioning. Well, I might need to dive into that a little bit deeper. You know, I've, I've spent the last to last year and a half, you know, really digging into my own emotional trauma. And um, it's funny because I talk about stuff like this all the time, you know, out on my social media, you know, about, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And um, my mom mentioned to me <laughs> the other couple of weeks ago, she's like, well, your sister is really concerned that maybe we've hurt your feelings. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, you know, I was like, you know, this is everything from somebody that was mean to me in the second grade to, you know, that I have, that I've just held on to. I can't believe they hurt me, you know, to some dumb boy that I dated in high school. It's all of that, you know, and those are the kinds of things that I talk about digging out all that emotional energy and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I know there's, like there's shadows. Yeah, well, that's just it. Right. And like, we all carry trauma, whether it's the, the little tease of, yeah, somebody lied to us or thought of us as something that we weren't or made us feel less than ourselves all the way up to the, the big T's of actual uh, abuse or whether it's to you, to yourself or it's just witnessed. Right. And there's things generationally as well that we carry in our DNA that isn't, isn't truly ours, but it's part of our lineage and we're here and we have tools and modalities and things like that to to heal those things without revisiting them and re-traumatizing ourselves. Hmm. That's really cool. Um, so when you're, so I, this is going to be really random. So if I'm throwing you off, tell me, because I'm like, so when you're looking at your, you know, when you start digging into your, to your chart and looking at things, you know, a lot of times I'll have, um, 
and I think all of this, the, the archetypes, I think is what you call them, are like almost centered around your chakras. And then you'll have some, some, you know, lots, some trails that come out and they may go and meet the other one, but then you have some that just kind of come out and stop. And I'm that's, and those are things that kind of trip me up. It's like, I can see the connection and I can find the numbers and how they match up, but then like something that just comes out and it's just like, Hey, there's, you know, an inch of line that kind of stuff. What is that? Yeah. So when you're looking at your chart, you're going to see some major shapes some triangles and squares and diamonds and things. Those are your energy centers and they relate to the chakra system. Mm -hmm. And then off of within those shapes, you'll see a whole bunch of numbers. Now those are called gates in human design. They relate to the I Ching. And when you have gates that it's called a hanging gate when it's it'll be black or red or black and red but it only goes like halfway down the path right full path is called a channel so when you have a hanging gate what that is is a way because we're meant to interact with each other and experience energies through each other as just part of our inner wisdom that's developed over time. So that other part of that channel, so the, the part that's not colored, the white part, you're going to attract people that have that part because you don't have it defined in your chart. It's, it's the other part of the gate that's hanging. That's interesting. Yeah, so oftentimes we'll find a lot of conditioning within that white area because the mind wants what it isn't. The mind wants what we feel we aren't. Right. That's a pretty fascinating thing to think about. That the, <laughs> you know, when you say the mind wants what we think that we aren't. That's very, very, I mean, that's very deep. That's because I'm sitting going, what? <laughs> well, exactly. Because you get into the whole feeling or idea of, of separation. Right. And, and that's what the mind is, is feeling is that it's separate, that it doesn't have something. Mm -hmm. And instead where with human design, when you can look at what you actually are, the energies that you carry consistently and are expressing, whether you realize it or not, is a real gift to, to letting go of of the mind being in control like that and, and feeding into fear and anxiety and, and things like that. Yeah. Well, and that when you talk about fear and anxiety, I, that's something I can understand because it is, you're right. Your brain does constantly throw out thoughts at you all the time. And a lot of them are not the good thoughts. It's more of why did I do this? What did I do? You know, it's more of the, you're not good enough as opposed to who you actually are. Exactly. So what's part of human design is getting you out of your mind mm -hmm. because it's really not meant for making decisions. It's meant for exploring information. It's meant for being curious. It's meant for conceptualizing things, but it's not meant for making decisions. What we're meant to do is tap into our own body consciousness through our strategy and authority, which is explained in human design, and be making decisions from that place. 
oddly, that makes so much sense to me. It's like you're supposed to use your your brain to think and not react and act. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so often, yeah, we we let the brain take over and it turns on us and has all that negative stuff, right? Right. So, well, yeah. we're we're conditioned that way as well because think about when you're a kid and you do something stupid and your and your parent goes, "Use your brain." That's exactly what I thought of when you said that. I was like. Oh, we were totally conditioned to do that. Use Absolutely. your brain. You need to think, yeah. think about what you're doing. Yeah. And that's not the purpose. Not anymore. Not now that we no. are nine centers, like we have nine centers versus the seven that is shown in the chakra system. Prior to 1781, we were seven centered beings and our minds were the major awareness center. And like we went through this evolution process of coming into logic and and using the mind in this way Mm -hmm. but we've evolved from that now and so deconditioning the mind and leaning into yeah this body wisdom so I love that whole we have evolved because a lot of times as human beings we just think we think we know we've evolved but when typically when humans think about how we've evolved it's like when we became the Cro-Magnon man to to now instead of or you know or to what we know uh, to be as humans um instead of that we are still constantly evolving and becoming and to me that goes back to what we were talking about before we started recording where you know my belief system is that we are souls um and we come here to learn and we come here many times um and it's it's an ongoing process and that's what allows us to evolve as humans. Exactly. It's this consciousness evolving, especially now the mind doesn't need to be stuck in survival. It doesn't need to be stuck in in negativity. And I think that's why we see so many people talking about mindset now, because you really need to get the mind on board with these things that we want to do or places we want to go in our emotional emotional evolution i guess and and it's neat that like what you said like when you talk about evolution we're thinking like hundreds of thousands of years but no like even right now like genetically we're evolving it's just because we're in it it's really hard to see right but it is but it is so true i you know back to the conversation we were having pre-recording i was actually thinking about how much we have evolved and how far things have come and how how easily it is for things to change and become what you are supposed to be as opposed to what you are and um and it got me thinking because I was like you know thinking back to when I was in my early 20s how I thought my parents that were my age in their 50s were so old and, you know, it really is one of these things that 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 whole process is that, you know, when my mom said, you'll understand when you're my age, she's right. I do, because even the younger, younger kids now have a better grasp of what's happening and changing than I do. And I never saw myself that way. And my husband and I were discussing the other day about how 
your body gets older, but your brain stays the same. And so you don't realize that you may not be able to do what you could do 10 years ago, or you may, you know, physically. And that's the kind of thing that, that what you just said about that, that was like, oh my God, it's like a whole light bulb moment for me. You hear that? Yeah. From some, I've heard it from my parents, my grandparents and stuff too, that they don't, when they think of themselves, they don't feel that the age that they are. And I can even like now I'm middle-aged, like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not middle-aged, but yeah, I am. I'm 46. Right. 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 Well, that's, that's what I say. I'm like, well, technically I was like, when I say I'm middle-aged, I'm like, well, am I going to live to be 104? I don't think so. So, but you don't know, things could change. Humans could evolve. I could, I could be 104. I don't know. I've not been kind to my body. I'll say I probably will not live to 104, but <laughs> we can heal. We can heal. <laughs> We can, we can heal. And I will say I am much better than I was, but you know, um, I'm much healthier than I was when I was young. I was, you know, drinking and smoking and doing all the bad stuff. And, you know, it's, I don't know, you don't know what kind of harm that you, we put stuff in our bodies all the time. We have no idea what it's going to do, but it tastes good. Well, and when we're young too, I've talked with my daughter about this a little bit too, is you just don't have the perspective of time the way that you do when you're older. Right. And oh, yeah. And you always think, I can't wait till I'm old enough to make my own decisions. And I always tell people, I always tell kids, I'm like, do not, don't think that getting old is fun because it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy it while you're young. Yeah. When you have fewer responsibilities and things like that. When my grandparents said that to me, I was like, you're crazy. I can't wait to be an adult and do my own thing, have my own car. And, you know, I guess I thought somebody else was going to pay all those bills. I don't know. Yeah. Just not understanding what, what bills are really even. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off uh, too, too far off topic, but I'm just so fascinated with how all of this, you know, comes together. Yeah, no, it, it is such a, an interesting system. So everybody falls into one of four aura types. You have a generator, a projector, a manifester, or a reflector. And each one of those energy types has a strategy. And all of them, except for the manifester, is based around waiting, whether it's 24 hours or a month, or just for those signs and symbols to show up for you to respond to. And that's really key with all of this is you're responding versus reacting. And when we're in that fight or flight and our, because our mind has like convinced our bodies that a bear is chasing us all the time, we can't make decisions from that responding place. And I think you and I talked about that because I believe that I can remember it. I think I'm a generator. Mm-hmm. And it's very um, interesting to me that like I was asked to go on a trip with some girls and I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I was asked again, like a month later and I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And then um, what I needed to do the trip showed up in my Venmo for some other reason, you know, it was like, this is exactly what Pam's talking about. You know, it's like when you wait so you can be shown that this is the way you're supposed to go. Yes. 
And as humans, we are not patient. We want immediate gratification. We want immediate answers and to, you know, step back and wait for the right thought or the right thing to present itself. You know, whether it's a, a Venmo amount, the exact amount in my Venmo showed up and I just turned around and called my friend back right then and said, oh, well, I'm going to send this to you because <laughs> it's there. And, you know, it was that kind of thing. Um, and I remember when you said that it's all about waiting for your signs, that it's good to sit back and absorb instead of just saying, well, yeah, I want to jump right in this and do this. That's exactly because what's meant for you is meant for you. It's not going to disappear. It might show up again in a different way, but if it really lights you up and is exciting and your body is saying, yes, you're going to expend your energy in a much more healthy way than if you're doing something that just drags you down. Yes. I even like that description even better because there are so many times when I'm afraid to make a decision on what to do. And so now I have started to go back and, you know, if I'm not sure, I'll just write about it in my journal for a little bit to see how, to see how my energy reacts. Because I have started, since I started doing yoga and paying more attention to those kinds of things, I, I feel that so much more. It's so much more of a, a flutter inside me than it is just a been a knowing it's really a, that's it's like my soul and now and I, I say this I was like it's my soul getting excited about something yeah and tuning into that just getting tuned into that is a joy yeah. and and just yeah having this deep trust in your body to move yourself move you through the world in the way that is is meant for you mm-hmm. it's just yeah so beautiful absolutely I love that I love that. So what else, what else, what else do we need to know, Pam? Is there anything else that we need to know about human design or do we just need to say who wants a reading? (laughs) We're going to put the the information in the notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Pam, because she's amazing. Um, But what else, is there anything else on, on the human design front that Yeah, I think the, like, get your chart, find out what your aura type is so that, and your, your inner authority. So, you know, your strategy and authority and just start playing with it, Um, playing with waiting. And when maybe that anxiety or anxiousness comes up around waiting, just, just get curious about it. Don't make it mean anything. We really are wired to just go and make things happen rather than waiting so it's natural for these emotions to come up and just let them like don't stuff them or anything like that and then find somebody to do a reading with that you really resonate with Um, there's lots of readers out there uh, including myself and the biggest thing is make sure that they feel like the correct person for you to deliver this information because it's really meant to be uplifting and freeing and you should leave a reading feeling like you've come home to yourself, not that you've just been traumatized or something like that. That's good to know. But I think 
with anything, you shouldn't feel like you've been traumatized. I mean, right? <laughs> you know, you shouldn't feel frightened. Um, well, I'm, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this because human design fascinates me so much. And, um, and I'm still so very curious about it. And, and I hope to do a reading with you soon because, you know, my whole entire introduction to human design has been with you. And, and so I, I'm very comfortable with you. Um, and I will say this for you guys that I've known Pam for several months and she is probably one of the kindest people I have ever met. And um, just her empath, her empathetic, you know, her, she's an empath. She's, you know, highly sensitive, probably highly intuitive. Um, I, I don't, I think I've ever heard her say that, but I would imagine that she probably is. But if, if you are interested, you know, she is a great person to talk to, you know, set up some time with, and we'll, Pam, will certainly put all of your information in our show notes. Um, so if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they can. Thank you so much. That was kind, yeah. kind words. I appreciate that so much. Cool. Um, and just such a privilege and pleasure to, to be here on your show today. Well, I appreciate you joining me and um, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey friends, are you a creative? Do you feel a little bit stuck? I'm a creatives coach. I love coaching creatives. I love working with creatives. It is one of the greatest things for me as a, as a creative to be successful in your business and to help you be successful in your business. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you have been, you know, showing up to do shows or whatever it is, if you're popping up your tent, putting out your wares and you need a little inspiration and a little nudge, I'm your girl. I am open to working with clients one-on-one -on -one. and I would love to hear from you if this is something that interests you. So hit me up. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Speak Your Truth podcast. It is always such a pleasure to have you join me each and every week. Some weeks we're off the rails and others we are having a great time learning all about ourselves like we did today with Pam. If you're interested in having a human design reading, I have put Pam's information where you can find her everywhere on the interwebs. She is fabulous to work with and I have so enjoyed um, getting to know her and I know you will too. So hit her up and we'll see you here next week on the Speak Your Truth podcast.